0: You are listening to the Final Score Podcast. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post here with you once again from Nemeo Field at Harry Grove Stadium on a very hot but otherwise nice summer day at the end of June. My guest this week is uh, Carolina League All-Star Zach Jarrett, an outfielder and a uh, pretty darn good hitter uh, for the Frederick Keys. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Greg? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for coming on uh, this week. It's a pleasure having you. And uh, you were one of the players on this team, and there, there are a few of them with a very famous father. Um, uh, your dad, of course, is a uh, three-time da- Daytona 500 champ and one-time NASCAR Series champ. I think it was called the Winston Cup uh, Series yep, back Winston back when Cup. he won it. Uh, you, you're the son of um, Dale Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure your dad. You get asked about your dad a lot. Does it bother you? I mean, you're you're your own person with with your own life. Does it does it get annoying after a while?
1: Definitely not. It's something something I love. I mean, there's nothing better than looking up to you. I looked up to my dad all my life, and he earned all his accomplishments and everything. It's nothing better talking about him, and it's an honor to be able to speak on his behalf whenever people ask me about him and sort of uh, give what his life was like through my eyes and uh, what I did and everything. And I, I love whenever people ask about it. It's, uh, it's really awesome. So first question, why are you playing baseball instead of racing cars? Uh, Well, I, I mean, growing up, my parents sort of kept me in whatever sport was in season. And so I was playing football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I never got in much to racing cars or go-karts or anything. We had some go-karts at the house that I'd run around with. Um, but other than that, I, I just never really got drawn to it that much. I loved going. No to the, yeah, I got I loved going to the track with my dad, but it was just never something that I saw in my future. Um, mom sort of kept me away from it for the she, safety she, aspects. She, she did. So so mom was the biggest influence. Well, I would say you, do, so. Do you think you'd be racing cars if it
0: wasn't for your mother's
1: uh, influence? I don't even think I don't even th- I don't think so. I, I just grew. I had a love for basketball and baseball a lot, um, and those were the two that I just really had the most fun with. Yeah. Um, and uh, my grandfather, my mom's d- dad, played for the Brooklyn Dodgers up to AAA, and so I was around him a lot. Your y- sort of y- y- Your
0: grandfather played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I
1: sort of we grew a connection through baseball with that, and uh, so I guess I guess I sort of found a love with that through him more. Um, but I, I mean, I still keep up with NASCAR today. I do a little NASCAR fantasy with some friends. So. You do. Keep up with it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and your, your dad's an analyst now, of oh, course, uh, for ESPN. W- w- would you take your dad I- if you could in, in, in NASCAR fantasy?
1: Oh, definitely. You got, you got to go with your top guns. Um, me, I still talk to him about it. He does it with a bunch of his coworkers, too. And uh, I try and get some tips from him so I can win each week.
0: Right. But I, you, you never wanted to drive really fast in a car I mean that that I mean a lot a lot of boys would look at you yeah young boys will look at you and say man
1: you're you're the son of a of a race car driver D- don't you want to drive fast <laughs> I think I've gone fast enough with my mom driving in the car and my dad driving in the car but uh no there was it hasn't really been something that I've wanted to do I mean people ask me all the time if I've driven the car or even been in one and I really just haven't you have, you've, you've, to, you've, you've yeah. never been in a race I mean, car I've been in one but I've never been in it driving around I right. mean, I've, I've gotten to drive on the track in Charlotte a couple of times just in my car, but, and I've gotten up to like 80 or 90, but nothing more serious <laughs> you, you, than you've that. You've never <laughs> been over 90 <laughs> miles an hour. The, the son of Dale yeah. Jarrett has
0: never been over 90 miles
1: an yeah, hour. Yeah, I try to be cautious. Don't want to get this, rack those tickets up. That, 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 that's <laughs> true. That's a good point. So what was
0: life growing up around the track? What, what was oh, it, it was, like for it you? was
1: awesome for, for me, it was awesome. We had a lot of kids uh, that were my age that were growing up, which was nice. Um, so we sort of had a close-knit group. Um, it was just cool to see my dad in his element and uh, everything that he did and how he went about his business and whatnot. Um, sort of taught me how to be a professional. Did, did, would you watch the races there, oh, yeah. there in so, person?
0: Well, I mean, what was what was the day like at, at, at the track when, uh, when, so he, when he was me, racing? Me, my
1: mom, my sisters. I guess we'd get there sort of later in the weekend. He'd have to leave on Thursdays, um, but we'd get there on like Saturday, have the night. Uh, we'd have like a cookout every Saturday night with a bunch of the drivers and stuff, a bunch of the families. Sunday morning, we'd go to chapel um, and then have lunch, and then whatever time the race was, we'd go to the truck with dad, watch him get ready, go to the car with him, national anthem, and then we'd either, I mean, depending on where we were, um, if we could get in a suite, we'd watch it, but back then you could get on top of the motorhomes and watch, I don't, I don't, for some reason, that's not a thing that's done much anymore, um, but we'd get on top of the motorhomes and watch it, some of the tracks, and then sometimes we just watched it on TV. It's such an adrenaline sport, though. Oh, uh, it r- is. race car driving. Just yeah. the whole
0: scene there with, with the loud engines and, and and the roaring and all that. that Definitely. You, you, I, I'm shocked that you were never drawn to that as a kid, I and, know. You, and you didn't want to do that.
1: Yeah, it was. It's different. I mean. It's funny now because I try and go to at least one race a year now in the all season. Where where do you typically go? Um, I either go to Charlotte in October. Yeah, that's where you grew up, right? North yeah. Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is close. So um, that one. But I went this past all season in November. I went to Phoenix and visited my dad out there. That was awesome. That was an awesome experience. Is that
0: where he lives right now? No, and, huh, yeah. he, li- he
1: still lives uh, in Hickory, um, uh, but okay. he was out there at the race, and he was out there for like a week, so I wanted to go out and visit him for right. a little bit, so it was pretty cool. Who were who some of
0: the cool drivers that you got to meet and
1: got to know a little bit? Oh, I got to meet and uh, know a lot of them. Um, I got really close with Elliot Sadler, which was awesome. Uh, he was sort of young whenever my dad was toward the end of his career, and they were teammates um and so he he was awesome I uh, got to know him tony stewart uh jeff gordon's a great guy um just a lot of those, jimmy lot of those drivers jimmy johnson great guy like all of them so, so,
0: so you know all these guys yeah. you could like call them up and then oh, I, I don't know if i could call them <laughs> up but i don't even know if
1: they remember meeting me but oh uh, really yeah. okay but right. uh, I got to meet him whenever I was younger. So Junior, he's an awesome guy. Um, there's, I think there's really good advocates for the sport.
0: Were, it, were you ever starstruck by one of them? Like, whoa! I'm talking to. Um... Uh,
1: I think a lot. Whenever I was just younger, it was more so of these are my dad's friends, so I wasn't as starstruck. But now, like going back to the races, sort of, it's sort of a little different. Of like, oh wow, this is this guy. But I also have a lot of kids that I, a lot of the guys that I grew up with, like Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney. I uh, grew up with them around the track, and now they're doing great things on the uh, circuit. You met you met Dale Jr. Obviously, did yeah. you
0: ever meet his father? Did you ever? Meet I did. Dale, yeah, Dale my Aaron. dad. What, what was that experience like meeting the Intimidator?
1: Oh, that was awesome. I was I was a little younger, um, obviously, but um, my dad and him were really good friends uh, and really close uh, whenever they raced. And our families would uh, hang out a little bit,
0: right? Our drivers are they a different breed of, of person, or are they just like everyone
1: else? Are they are they are they normal people? Oh no, they're they're normal people. I, I don't I don't think. I mean, you have your you have your differences in them. Uh, definitely, they have their competitive side and that chip on their shoulder whenever it comes race time but other than that on the outside they're just normal people
0: right but but to put yourself in a little metal contraption basically this little little box and and, and to fly around the track with lots of other cars yeah going 200 plus miles an hour around sharp turns i mean you have to be there has to be some way your brain
1: is wired a little differently i I, I guess i mean that's i guess that's just that's what i guess it is what equivalent to us i mean Sometimes it's tough to get in there when you see ninety seven, ninety eight yeah, mile right. an hour fastball coming at you, but you sort of get up there and make it happen. And with that, I mean that is a that's a different beast battling one hundred ninety mile an hour around a track with other cars inches beside you. Right. Are you
0: are you a good driver?
1: Yeah, I like to think I am. Uh, you'd have to ask other people that have ridden with me, but right, I, I evaluate myself as a great driver. You
0: you you obey the you obey the speed limit and stuff like that, or sometimes? most of the time.
1: Most most of the time, yeah.
0: But you say you haven't been above ninety. I have not, no, Nine. Ni- ninety. Mm. So wow.
1: Yeah, that's my cutoff.
0: Right. Well, were you were you a gearhead growing up? Did you did you like cars? Did you like to t- talk about cars and, and um? Cars? I wouldn't
1: say I liked to talk about them, or I didn't learn too much about them. But I always had Hot Wheels or race cars on me wherever we went. I had to have them. so did You have those little, race mic- did you have the little micro oh, machines yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, all around me, every t- everywhere we went, I had to have cars with me.
0: Right. What would you say is the biggest way your dad has influenced you? What's the biggest area where he's really made an impact on
1: you? I think it's just from the professional aspect of how to go about my business every day and um, sort of how to take the knocks on the chin whenever you get them. Um, with this sport, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna fail so many more times than you succeed, and it's just I think what he's taught me is sort of how to manage those times and those times of adversity of how to keep a level head and try and not get too high and try and not get too low um and just really how to go about those things what, what what's your favorite memory of being at a race with your dad i mean
0: because you because you're 24 i believe right yeah. um so when, when he was winning the daytona 500s you were w- you were a newborn yeah uh, if that or just a couple of years old yeah um so, so you don't have a lot of um, and like your early memories of your, of your dad winning those huge, high-profile races might be a little yeah. fuzzy, just because you were so young. Like, what's your favorite experience being at the track with you?
1: Um, I remember. Let's see, I remember the championship that he won in '99. I remember running to the finish line where we were all gonna be, where they were all, whenever he found out that he won, uh, was in the right position to win. The championship. This was um, the series championship, yeah. Yeah, yeah ninety nine. Uh that was that was awesome. That was crazy. We got to ride on the float, all our family was there. Uh it's just one of those moments that any anybody dreams of in their sport or whatever they're doing. And uh he had reached the pinnacle right there. And then uh we got to take the trip to New York for the ceremony and everything, which was awesome. But there's one uh I remember we were in Martinsville and I think it was just me and him and uh, I was, I was still probably about 9 or 10, I would say, and I got a picture in my room of it. But uh, I think it was the third race he had won that year or something like that, and uh, there's a picture of us and he's just holding up a three, and that's, that's a pretty cool memory that I have, uh, just me and him in victory lane, that was right. fun.
0: Did you ever fear for your dad's safety? I mean, NASCAR is a really dangerous sport. Definitely.
1: I mean, it, it was always scary. I think I've heard more stories later in my life about things that had happened to him, and I sort of understand things that had happened to him, but... I mean my mom was a nervous wreck during all the races too. I mean I just don't think I don't think I knew just how dangerous it was growing up whenever I was younger. And then but when you n- see someone like Dale Senior yeah, or, or, uh, die on, on the track, that that's gotta be really yeah, jolting, definitely. Jol- see,
0: jolting for the son of another driver. No so. doubt. You
1: see things happen like that and injuries happen like that and um it sorta of, sorta of sets you back a little bit and I mean that's coming from a spectator standpoint, but can you imagine like what they're thinking? You know, I mean, I, I would. I don't know if their mindset changes any if they. I mean, or if it's one of those things where they go in knowing the risks. Did Did, did you ever, uh,
0: maybe say, "Hey, Dad, maybe don't don't race as much and stuff like that" because I'm so sort of scared think, for your uh, safety. I don't or? think I ever
1: said that. No. Right.
0: Yeah. Would you Would you say anything to him before he raced? Just Just um, a- anything special? Or, oh no! Um, I just yeah.
1: tell him good luck. Go out there, get yeah, a win.
0: Right. Did you ever want to be a part of a pit crew? I mean, could, are you a gearhead? Can you, can you work on
1: cars? I'm, I don't can, know can that cha- can much. Can you
0: change a tire?
1: Uh, I think I could change a tire once I got the hang of it. It's actually funny. We, uh, at school in college, we had like a career fair and stuff and they'd have uh, a couple of NASCAR teams come in because they are looking for a lot of college athletes now. Most, a lot of football players too. And just guys like that. Um, so I saw some things in that, uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I know a couple of people that are in it. I think it's, a lot more difficult than what people think uh you got you really got to practice to and they're i mean they're very competitive with it with i mean that's couple that that could be five or ten spots you either gain or lose during the race i was gonna say
0: like for someone like you zach if, if, if you're changing a tire everyone wants you to do it probably in like 30 seconds or, yeah or, or i mean the, like, i think pick, the average pit pick, time
1: pick is 13 to 14 seconds on those right. tracks so. so they're probably
0: like pick it up zach oh hey, yeah let's get this tire change yeah. faster so exactly do you work on your own cars or do you have to get your take your car to jiffy lube and no yeah and, and, and i take my car elsewhere yeah so I, you do you, I'll, you, I'll mess you, it you, up i don't know
1: not much that
0: fascinates me he's kind of a race car driver is is a baseball player uh uh through and through ever gotten a speeding ticket I've uh, not. Before. You've not gotten a speeding ticket? Not yet. In your life? In my life, nope. Am I talking to Zach Jarrett, the son of uh, uh, Dale Jarrett? You here? are, yeah. So, uh, Eight, nine years uh, strong so far. That That is crazy, man. Yeah. That, that is crazy. So just what was life like growing up for you in, in, in North Carolina? You, you come from a pretty big family. It sounds mm-hmm. like you have some sisters. Or? Yeah, I have, two,
1: I have two older sisters. Um, I mean, it was pretty normal. We, uh, I guess we go to school we, we were always on the road with our sports i mean both my sisters played soccer and basketball and then i played three sports so we were always doing something which was crazy and i mean for our parents to keep up with us was pretty incredible and Yeah, cause, he, cause even your dad has mom, his yeah. own career where he's like traveling around yeah. the world basically yeah exactly yeah, so has mom, all these commitments and mom stuff. was left with us a lot during the week and I mean, we had we had our uncles and aunts and everybody, and even our f- family friends were all around helping out, which was awesome. So uh, we we had a good close knit group that uh, really helped out with everything. I
0: imagine you grew up in a pretty pretty nice house in a
1: pretty nice area. And yeah, like know, that, yeah. Um, we we I guess we built our house in on the lake in Hickory, and whenever I was four. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it was nice. to just just yeah. Be, was, you could have it to it the good. lake in the summers. Try try our best to if we weren't were, playing something. Uh, did, did, were you fishing out there? Or Fished a little, little bit. Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't really fish that much. Yeah. Or I mean, hunt even that much either. So
0: you're not you. You're, you're you're. What you're telling me, Zach, is you are not a redneck at, at all. You you don't. fish, no, you don't I do mean, i hunt. definitely
1: uh, I'll definitely own that at times, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm. I mean, there's some things that there's some things that surprise d- d- people about me, d- right? Right, me. just and a lot that's of, a, a lot of, of that stuff
0: that you would think that yeah. you like. You 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 you're, you're, you're not that into. No, nah, so,
1: nah. Yeah. So how how did you become a baseball player? I see. I probably started playing t-ball around I was three or four, and I just I just loved it. We we had a pretty hefty schedule of baseball whenever I was growing up. Uh, we had a good group of kids that played. Um, so we would start, I think we started travel ball whenever I was 11, we had an all-star team. So you knew baseball was your sport right away. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I just loved doing it. And I mean, each year I would continue to get better and sort of got recognized for it and just had fun doing it. I mean, I think for me, it was just one of those things where it was a place where I could go and nothing else really mattered. You know, it was just sort of like a sanctuary for me.
0: Right, and, and and your sisters played uh, sports too. Mm-hmm. Did, did you play uh, other sports?
1: Yeah, um, I played. I played basketball in high school. Um, I played football growing up, but it was just basketball and baseball in high school. And, and did you? The baseball was always your first love, though, or was basketball right there? Basketball was right there. I miss basketball a lot. And uh, yeah, because you're you're a tall guy, so, yeah, so you're probably I,
0: pretty good. You were probably one of the best players on your high school team. Eh, I, I mean, imagine. we we had yeah. a really
1: good high school team. We uh, were state runners up my junior year in North, North Carolina. I mean, yeah. in North Carolina, that's, oh, not, yeah. that's not too bad. So. Um, so we our high school team was always good year in year out, and we had a lot of we had a good coach too that really helped us out each year. Um, but yeah, basketball was always very close. I mean, it was. It was tough to have to give that up uh, after my senior year. So, what was the dream growing up? It doesn't sound like it was being a driver and, mm-hmm. and winning NASCAR
0: races. When you pictured yourself, was it the World Series? Was it the NBA Finals? Or what was just the uh, childhood dream growing I up? I think I
1: played scenarios whatever season I was in. Okay. Uh, with both growing up. If I was playing more basketball, I was outside um, going through scenarios of me playing whatever series it was, or if it was baseball, I was going through that. Uh, But I think as I got older, I more and more pictured myself with baseball and just uh, reaching the highest level that I could in that. Um, So I guess probably once I hit middle school, that was more of my realization that I wanted to play baseball for as long as I could. What what position did you play growing up? Were you shortstop,
0: I imagine? I was shortstop or, uh, yeah.
1: first, and then once I got to high school, they moved me to third, and I played first a little bit. Okay. Once I got a little taller. Right, you did. Yeah. So did you like
0: playing third and first? or, did, or did, I mean, because every kid wants to play shortstop, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it was fine with me. Um, I think I struggled at third a little bit just – I think I was whenever I was going through that growing sport, I was in sort of an awkward phase. So yeah. I was still trying to figure it out, and I was just a very raw player, um, and still had a lot of fundamentals to learn. But uh, I went into college as a third baseman, and then got moved to the outfield, and haven't looked back. And I love, uh, I love the outfield. And you went to Charlotte, right? Yeah, Charlotte. Um, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And, and what's the baseball like? It, uh, it, it Charlotte,
0: pretty good,
1: or? Oh yeah, uh, great. So we, uh, so my freshman year, we had just. Went from Atlantic 10 to Commerce USA, which were two different levels of competition. Um, Commerce USA was a big step up for us. So we took a couple of knocks um, my first two years, but we battled and I mean, we had great coaching staff that really stuck with us and we were young. Um, we sort of battled it out and sort of, we started to make our name for ourselves in Commerce USA. So why did you get moved to the outfield? Um, well, I think we, we had a full infield and we had some space in the outfield. And I guess I was swinging it well enough for the time and sort of battling my way through. And um, I was athletic enough to be able to run around out there and make some plays. Center field, left field? Or, uh... I, I, was, I moved straight to left at first because I'd played the left side of the infield my entire life. That's what my coach told me. And then uh, I was able to play all three of them. You did, okay. In college, yeah. And had then had, even with summer ball. Had you ever played outfield before college? Not uh, an inning in my life. That's, that's, that's remarkable.
0: Crazy. Too. So, yeah. so,
1: what was that adjustment like? Just getting used to catching fly balls and, and yeah, it, dealing it with all that space out there. Definitely. Uh, it was funny because my, <laughs> my coach told me, he was like, we're going to try out the outfield. And I was like, yeah, I've never played it before. And he's like, yeah, you'll be fine. He's like, just go out there and just get some reads. And I was like, are you not going to like tell me things I have to do? And he's like, no, just go out there and. We, we think we'll figure it out and then... Did yeah, you? Yeah. Or, um, okay. Figure it out and, I mean... Yeah, how long did it take to, to figure it out, though? I actually caught on pretty quickly, fortunately. Um, did you drop any drop any balls? or? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I still drop some every now and then, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be part of the game, but... Uh,
0: well, why, why does that happen? I mean, it happens to everyone,
1: but why why, uh, why do people... Why do professional baseball players drop, drop I think, balls? I don't think we'd like to admit it, but I think we can get... Our mind can go elsewhere at times, yeah. and uh, yeah, baseball's a slower paced. Yeah, so, and so yeah. sometimes we're just not fully focused, uh, which is bad to admit, but it's the honest truth. So. How,
0: how is your focus in general? Because you, because you're the son of a NASCAR driver, yeah. and your focus when you're in the car going 200 miles an hour, your focus has oh, to be. Definitely. You have to be locked in. Yeah, yeah. like you can't if a fly uh, zooms past your face, you can't pay attention no, to it or yeah. anything like that. So. I like
1: to think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom calls me self-distracted sometimes, but she really. Yeah, I think whenever I get into the game, I'm right. good. Right? Uh, did your sister? Did they ever want to race? I mean, nah. there not really a circuit for them, but but really, like no one got bit. None of the Jarrett children got bit by the racing. <laughs> my uh, so my stepbrother Jason, uh, he he raced for a little bit, and he's still in uh, NASCAR a little bit. He uh, spots for Ryan Newman, I think. Yeah. Um, so he he got more into it than. Any of us did,
0: right? It's just fascinating because you're around this stuff all the time, yeah.
1: and it just never, it just never rubbed
0: off on you. Nah. And, and there isn't really like we talked about like there's little league for baseball, there there's youth basketball, youth football, just about every sport yeah. has its youth leagues. Growing up, there isn't really one for for NASCAR. It's not like you, you, you there's a NASCAR season. Yeah, I mean, or there's
1: youth NASCAR or whatever. H- how did your dad become a driver? I guess I mean he got it from he with his dad with my grandfather driving. Um, That was sort of how he followed in his footsteps. But, um, I mean, there's a track in Hickory, so that was always something, some big thing, that everybody would go to the races on Saturday night. And uh, so my dad would always spend a lot of time there. And him and his friends in high school would work on their cars, and that's how, that's how my dad actually got started. Him and his uh, friend Andy Petrie and Jimmy Newsom built my dad's first car that he raced. Okay. No kidding. Uh, yeah, and he raced it at Hickory um always love hearing that story but uh so yeah i mean he just sort of my dad's the one that he sort of came in and started working on cars and that's sort of how he got into it i didn't really grasp onto that
0: right it just it fascinates me yeah. with because with, uh, you're one of three mm-hmm. and well, three children i mean granted two of them are daughters and yeah. i mean there's you have danica patrick and, yeah. and there's uh aspiring female drivers but right. um but it's just amazing that it you guys, None of you get became gearheads. Nope. Uh, it, it's remarkable. So, mm-hmm. so they throw you out in the outfield, and you, and you catch on pretty quickly. Uh, when did you start to think that you could
1: play baseball professionally? Well, I always had a thought in the back of my head that I could just to have that confidence and uh, assurance about myself. Um, I think it was just each year getting over a new leap and um, really working my way into it. Um, I mean, there are a lot of great players in this league, and a lot of people that are just naturally talented. Um, I've been gifted, and uh, but I sort of have to work really hard. And I pride myself on how hard I work to be able to fine tune everything that I do and make sure that each thing that I'm doing is almost to the best that I can, or to the best that I can yeah. each day. Um, and you have to do it every day. Yeah, too, right. Yeah, okay. exactly. But um, I mean, I got some interest – all three years in college but this is are you're, you're there, tall you're athletic yeah um, and there would be flashes that I'd show at times but I think it was just the consistency thing that uh I really needed to prove and uh so um I I, I put a lot of that on summer ball which was awesome I mean I, I loved it after each college season we'd be we'd go off to some town and some city and play summer ball for summer and then come back to college and start fall ball um, Were you good enough to get drafted out of high school? Uh, I got some interest, but I th- I could not have pictured myself doing that. Um, the four years of college definitely helped me you, out. You needed that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. But when did you really start to notice the scouts and in, in, in their
0: presence and sort of them buzzing around
1: you? At, at uh, I think it was more my sophomore year where I got more attention um, of where the idea kept getting – more and more prevalent and uh it started to become a real thing. Yeah. And so I was just it was just going out each year and sort of battling and trying to get better each time.
0: Right. Now the dream I'm sure when you were a kid wasn't that you were going to be some outfield outfielder in the major leagues, right? It was, <laughs> uh, uh, who are your biggest baseball I mean North Carolina there's there's no there's no major league team in North, no, I mean, North Carolina. North so, yeah. Carolina so what a Braves fan uh, uh, because the Braves yeah, the Braves was, were good for most of your
1: um, Chipper Jones early, was my favorite player. Childhood, yeah. Growing up, um, but how was a Yankees fan growing up? A Yankees fan, yeah. My, yeah. So, um, so you
0: were you, you were Derek Jeter,
1: yep. uh,
0: out on the uh, the playground in the Definitely. ball yard, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and because you were the you were you were the shortstop. Yep. So how did how you become a Yankees fan?
1: So my dad uh, grew up a Yankees fan, and uh, he probably introduced you to Derek Jeter. So have you, we, met, have you met Derek
0: Jeter before? I got to meet yeah. him one time, yeah. uh, which
1: was nice. We uh, went up to we'd go to New York uh, every now and then. Uh, for some family vacations, and we're fortunate enough to go to the Yankees games and see those. Now, I mean, that's just is that is that how you become a fan? Because you're this little kid going to yeah. Yankees I mean, it's Yankees just games, such a right. rich history of players and just obviously the championships and right. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Right. Well, you're a younger dream guy like so that, you
0: know. But the Yankees weren't on TV. I mean, they're they're on TV. ESPN quite a bit but but still and and now you can catch any game on whatever streaming service or device but and and you're young enough where
1: you could probably do that but did you watch a lot of Yankees games? Tried to I watched more Braves games yeah I watched a lot of Braves games that's what I watched with my grandfather uh we were always watching them and I love watching Chipper and Andrew all the time Javi Lopez uh that, that Braves group was a fun group to watch and they I think they had a lot of young guys that sort of you could emulate yourself after.
0: Yeah, because that's the, that's the team that's on TV in your area, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The most often the Braves. Yep. So, so you fly up to New York, you're at a Yankees game. How, how, did,
1: how did you get to meet uh, Jeter? Was it before a game, after a game, or did you remember? Uh, I don't know. And, if and, I, how, and how old were you? <laughs> I have, No, I can't remember how old I was. I think it was before a game. Um, I think we were, we were able to see uh, batting practice, I think. We were able to get in and see batting practice, and just so happened were able to see jeter whenever his group was anybody in.
0: just came over and shook your hand and stuff like that yeah
1: my dad we were down there and uh i guess uh my dad knew the uh their trainer from something that he was having worked on and uh through something like that and uh just fortunate enough to be able to run across Derek. right who's the coolest person you ever met through uh, through uh, connection that's tough I've, I've been fortunate enough to meet some people yeah, uh, i'm nah, like
0: i'm talking beyond sports too, yeah uh so. blake
1: Shelton is a awesome guy yeah uh my dad and him is they're pretty cool uh they're pretty good friends uh blake's an awesome guy um to be around do He's you want you watch the voice or i do uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they're you do you do? they're can, very can, funny can, can you sing i know no you can't i you cannot can, sing you, you only sing. only in my car by myself right favorite music is country music Never. or now I'm more of a hip hop guy. Hip hop. I, yeah. I wouldn't have pegged you as a hip hop guy. Hip hop and like, rap, you're impossible man. to peg. If you, if you, if, you, if, you your, if you give me your
0: if you give me your bio and your family's uh, story, like I would have, I would have. You're way off. You're the complete opposite of what where I would
1: have. That's where I would i surprise him, so. a lot of people with that. Yeah. Hip hip hop. Who's your favorite artist? I have a lot of different ones. Uh, sort of just depends on what mood I'm in. Uh, I listen to Drake, J Cole. Um, Big Sean, just pretty much all of them. I, right? Do you listen to music before before games? like oh, yeah. do, do you put the put the
0: headphones in? Yep. And and, and it's hip hop. It's hip hop. You, you, you got it going every so, time. Right? Who who, who controls the uh, who's the DJ here for the keys in the clubhouse? Like who
1: who uh, who, 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 run, who runs who runs who runs the music? Um, I'll run it. Um, you do? sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ripkin will run it. Uh, who else? Our trainer Marty will get on it sometimes. He. Controls our uh, batting practice playlist. And when you run it, it's obviously hip hop. Or, or, nah, uh, I, I like country. I do like country. It's do, just okay. not my first. I've really got to be not in the your, mood for country. Not your first choice. Okay. Yeah. Are,
0: are the other guys pretty
1: good DJs or do you, oh, are, yeah? Oh uh, yeah. You you you, they're, they're, you you agree with their taste in Definitely. music? Definitely. Everybody so. has their own own different type of style. I'm not just yeah, gonna say. Cool. I, I mean, hip hop's my top choice, but. I, I love all music. I like to listen to all different type of genres. So, you, so, so
0: you, hip hop's your favorite, but mm-hmm. but you but you like everything mm-hmm. heavy heavy metal, uh, classical music, or Are you a classical probably guy? not no, that no. much. No. no, no, not 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 too much. You're not listen to too much symphony before games nah, or anything nah. like that. So, you, you mentioned Ryan Ripkin, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and Ryan's obviously the son of of Cal Ripken uh, Jr. So, do you relate to Ryan because you you guys sort of have
1: famous fathers? Um, I don't know if we relate through that. Um, I think we relate through a lot of other things of how we go about our business and how we think about the game in more aspects and just in other ways off the field. Um, I think we can relate through that um, in some way, but I don't think it's, it hadn't been too much of a conversation for us. Okay. So,
0: scouts are around, They, they, they like you, it looks like you're going to get drafted. Um, were, you,
1: were you praying the Yankees were going to draft you, or, or, or uh... <laughs> I was just praying for an opportunity to play. You uh, were, yeah. I, did, yeah, I didn't. It didn't matter who took me. Uh, I just wanted to get the opportunity, and uh, I was lucky enough too, and thankful this, the Warriors. You were
0: drafted after your junior year, senior year, S- senior year. Yeah. Okay, so you put in four years of, oh, yeah. of college baseball. Definitely. Did, did you think you were going to get drafted before your senior year? No, no you didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you weren't. You weren't good enough. No. So bef- before your senior year, so um, so here it is. You're a senior. You're you're college career is over and the draft comes on in 2017 and round one goes by two goes by three goes by and, and you're sitting there yeah and we're now we're in the 20s in, mm-hmm. in terms of rounds did
1: you still think you were going to get drafted you know um i was i was sitting with my family during that time and uh i knew i was i might have the opportunity to and uh, there were teams that were interested in me i wasn't really sure how it was going to go i mean i knew i was a senior and stuff like that but I mean it it, w- it was out of my hands at that point you know I'd, I'd done what I could to sort of put it in front of them and uh it was their choice next what were you going to do if you didn't get drafted it's a good question I don't know I wasn't really thinking about that
0: yeah so, so would you-
1: keep playing baseball find yeah i think to keep playing baseball i think yeah i think i w- would have found a way to try and possibly sign as a free agent or something would or? you have pl- gone the independent route like gone Maybe. with an un- un- yeah. un- affiliated I mean, route so i didn't think i was done playing baseball ready to give it up quite yet no, you so. weren't ready okay yeah. so so it's the 28th round and have you tuned out from the draft
0: were you guys doing oh, other, no. Uh, uh, no, other things was, or? no
1: we were still hanging out so you, so you were still
0: holding out hope, uh, yep. following along. Pick, oh yeah, I was pick, I was there all four.
1: I was there for all forty. Right, you were for yeah. all forty, even, was after, even after you got picked. Oh no, I was gonna be oh, there yeah. for I, all forty. I, oh yeah, you were. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting okay. until I'd I. I
0: thought you were telling me you got picked, <laughs> and then you were still locked in uh, nah. through through forty rounds. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. you're a hardcore um, <laughs> baseball fan. So, so the 28th round, the Orioles are up, and 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 their choice is uh,
1: uh, Zach Jarrett out of. Uh, charlotte university so what, what was that moment like for you oh it was unreal um rich morales who is a scout that had been in contact with me throughout the year uh throughout my senior season called me and told me they were planning on taking me uh it was just it was really special my entire family was there both my sisters at the moment were living in new york and they had flown home just to be there for they did that's, that's cool yeah the three days of the draft which was awesome um my parents were there my uncles were there it was it's just a special moment um can't really put it into words uh, what the feeling was like. Yeah. Um, cause because you, you, cause you weren't sure by the 28th round, you're not sure if this thing's going to happen. Yeah, right? yeah, but it was just, I mean, looking at it, you just realize that all your hard work up to that point uh, paid off, but you're just starting over now.
0: Right, it was the Orioles too, yep. but but at that point it didn't matter, right? Yep. You, you you would have played for the Timbuktu yeah, uh, Braves for anybody. Or, or whatever. Exactly. Uh, if, if they were a
1: major league team. Yeah. So,
0: so, so then, what was the process like? Uh, uh, just w-
1: what happened from there? You just I think I drove up the next morning to Aberdeen, the short season team. Uh, drove up the next morning. Yeah, because their season was about to start, right? Yeah, so yeah. I drove up there, got my physical done and everything, and and hey, have you ever been to Baltimore before? The Baltimore area before?
0: Um, before? Uh, yeah,
1: I'd actually gone to a game. Me and my dad had gone. I was in the Valley League after my freshman year. Um, playing summer ball and we had an off day. Me and my dad took a trip up to Baltimore to watch them play the A's uh, one game and so I had been there right. to watch a game.
0: So then the process of your career starts and uh, your professional career starts and, and, and you're just trying to climb that ladder and climb yeah. that ladder and step by step you start in Aberdeen then you get to Delmarva and now you're in Frederick. Like, How do you feel your progression is, is going so far?
1: Um. Well, I told myself that each year I'd like to progress a level each year, which to this point I've been able to do. Um, I just think it's, for me, it's just being consistent in my attitude and effort every day and coming out and trying to help the team win. Because I think, I mean, if you win, then there's really nothing better than it. I mean, you could, obviously you want to do well personally, but there's no better feeling than having to win in clubhouse. Um, consistently through the season right we're talking to uh zach Jarrett
0: of of the frederick keys uh, he's, he's been a great guest uh, with us so far here on the final score podcast so uh so that you're in frederick uh, it's high a ball just what are, what are your impressions of of the team and, and just the, the town in general oh the
1: town's awesome um team's great uh got a lot of great guys in there a lot of great players um i came back i didn't even realize we were leading the team and hitting halfway through the year or leading the league in hitting halfway through the year but that put I mean that shows a lot about the guys in the clubhouse and how they go about their business and definitely says a lot about our hitting coach and how he works with us with Bobby Rose and everything um but we got we got a really good group uh a lot of guys that go out and get after each and every day and sort of lay it out on the line where's your favorite place to eat or or go out around here so (laughs) Uh I have not been out that much. Really? Yeah, to go eat much okay. more. I've had Cafe Rio which is very good. So, so where do you where do you eat? Did you stay with the host family or Yeah, I stay with uh, the host family, but yeah. I mean we get we get a pre-game and post-game meal, so Okay,
0: so you don't have to, you don't have to go out. Yeah, yeah I try to so. not spend right. as much money as I can.
1: I <laughs> I understand.
0: So you are very frugal too. I try so. to be, yeah. Right. Wow. I I would not have <laughs> pegged you to be the person that you are. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Zach. Uh, what what sort of subtle little changes have you noticed between all the levels um, so far? You've been in short season, you've been in low A, and now you're in high A. What, what, what's sort of the difference between all, all the levels?
1: Um, I just think it's just an increase in competition and uh, attention to detail with a lot of things. Um, I think you're just how dialed in you have to be for each pitch, especially hitting. Um, you get the pitchers get better and better each level and are smarter and are reading you is just as much as I'm trying to read them and trying to figure out what they're gonna do they're doing the same thing to me so it's just more of making sure that I'm doing the best that I can to be dialed in for each and every pitch. Are you happy in the outfield? Do you think you found a
0: home out there? Oh I love it out there. Outfield's awesome. Yeah
1: you just get the just run free it's a lot of fun out right. there. Right. And and that wasn't your attitude as a kid. You probably said eh, I, I don't want to play in the outfield. No, yeah, right? I yeah. was. I wanted to be in the infield, but now outfield I love it. Right. So, uh you, you, t- you talked about
0: it's it's nice when you win. You guys have been going through a, a tough stretch. Mm-hmm. I mean, June was a month you guys spent entirely almost on the road. You haven't had too many uh, games uh, here so far in June and and, and 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 the losses were kind of piling up for you guys. How how do you deal with that as a team and just Sort of stay focused and and go about the the daily grind every day when when you're going through a tough stretch like that
1: yeah yeah unfortunately uh I guess the two and a half weeks before the all star break and then the uh beginning of this the first week after the all star break we were on the road but and also didn't play very well, but it just i mean it's just what we were going through. I mean, I think it's part of baseball, and unfortunately it was our time to go through that and sort of have to battle through it. Yeah, every team's going to go through it. Every player's going to go through it, right? Because
0: you're doing it every day, and and you said it yourself, I mean, you're going to fail more times than not playing this game. definitely.
1: I think it was just, I think it was going to be more of a test of how long we let that drag out and how much we let it affect us. Um, I think there were, during that stretch, there were a lot of games that we were in, and a lot of close games that there were. We just couldn't find a way to win them, unfortunately. Um, we also had some games that we were not in at all and took ourselves out of, but like I said, it's going to be part of it, but I think here in the first start of the second half, we've sort of bounced back and shown what we're about and yeah, shown this our resilience. Yeah, this last week has been good for you guys. So, um, you guys have found, found, found a, the bounce again. I think again. that's a good sign for us and uh, hopefully we can just keep that rolling. How do you deal with just the the failure and just the the
0: the, the tough stretches that you go through? Because
1: Baseball could be a really demanding sport in that way. I think it's easier said than done, but you just got to brush it off. Um, Start a new clean slate every day. Um, Even with us hitters, it's got to be pretty much a clean slate every at-bat. You can't drag out one at-bat to the next, or you can't drag your at-bat out into the field. Um, You just got to have a short memory, I think. That's easier said than done. Oh, definitely. I mean, I I get caught up in it too of sort of – dragging along for like don't do well my first at battle I'm thinking about that so then it carries into my second at bat um I think we're all guilty of it but um I think as a team I think we're always going to be better off if we can Sort of just brush that off and sort of come to the park each day with a positive attitude.
0: Right, and how have you adjusted to the minor league lifestyle? I mean, it's, it's not easy. You guys aren't making tons of money uh, as opposed to what some people might think. Yeah, you're staying. You're staying with the host family. You're taking long bus rides to and from every city. You're not on. You're not in first class on an yeah. airplane or anything like that. Just you're in ho- small hotels and just. What what's the minor league lifestyle been like for you so far?
1: I think I've adjusted well. Um, it is tough. I mean. It's not. It's not easy by any means. Uh, I guess we're technically on the road or in a hotel from middle of February, beginning of March until September. I mean, from spring training until then, you're not really. You don't have a set home. I mean, you're not
0: staying at the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. I, I, either, um. So. But it's
1: it's part of it. Uh, everybody's got to go through it, and um. You could you can sit and moan about it and sort of make excuses about it, but everybody's had to go through it and everybody has to so you can sort of just try and make the most of it in the way you can um i mean it's tough it's tough for meals at times because like you said i mean we're on the bus for six seven hours sometimes you're not going to be we may not stop sometimes if we're trying to get there quickly or we may not get in until 3 a.m right so uh, yeah
0: that myrtle beach trip you guys are getting back yeah. at
1: like five or six in the
0: morning yeah sometimes. definitely so it makes so. it
1: tough but um I mean, we don't. Most time, we don't have to be at the field until two o'clock on a day like a seven o'clock game. Right. Um. So you try and get your sleep in then.
0: Right. You're you're a Carolina boy playing in the Carolina League. Have you been to most of these uh, road stops that you, that you guys go to? Um. Had you had you been to most of them before? Um.
1: I'm trying to think if I'd been to any before. I don't think I had. I'd been to some uh, that were in the Sally League. Okay. Uh, like I mean, there was one in my hometown in Hickory. Um. And then. I've been in Charleston before. Um, we didn't—I mean, we didn't travel much to go to minor league games whenever I was younger. You didn't, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I forgot to ask you earlier.
0: Like being a being a hoops guy that you are. Carolina basketball had had to be one of your religions uh, growing up, right? Oh yeah, or, we
1: grew up we grew up as Carolina fans. Tar Heels fans. or Duke? Tar Heels, Tar Heels, okay. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, my oldest sister went to Chapel Hill. Okay. So we were we were always Tar Heels growing up, but I I mean I got to stay faithful to my Charlotte 49ers now. I can't I can't back off of them. Really? So, okay. Yeah, I gotta yeah, stay they, faithful they, to them. They've had some
0: really good good seasons, didn't they? Push Carolina or was that UNC they've, Charlotte? Uh, uh, they've they, been
1: they were good in the past. Um, sort of in a rebuilding phase right now. Um, I think we're gonna get back to it. We got uh, Coach Sanchez. He was a coach at uh, UVA. He came in as um, our head coach now. So I think we got a lot of things moving in the right direction. So what's the plan from here, Zach? Do you have it mapped out in your head, or are you just gonna take it day by day and and, and see where this um, game takes you? I don't. I don't think I can have it mapped out in my head. Uh, I think I can just sort of. Take it day by day. Do do what I can on the field each day and see what comes of it. Um, but, but you're not thinking I have to be at this level by nah. by by this time nah, or I think,
0: next season. I have to be in Double A or, or something like that.
1: No, nah, I think I don't want to. I think I can get myself in trouble with that. Trying to think too far in the future because you're putting too much pressure on. Yourself, yeah, and right? it's yeah. just just not needed. Uh, just focus on where I'm at and trying to help the keys. Uh, Get a win each night the way I can. Yeah, exactly. And I have to ask you—you you mentioned the
0: All-Star game, which, which was here mm-hmm. last week uh, here at MEO Field. What was it like for you to be to be named an All-Star and to be a part oh, of that game?
1: Oh, that was awesome. We got so many great players uh, in this league, and to be able to be honored with them and be included in that group was awesome. And even better to have it here. Uh, we had a great crowd that night. I think everybody here did a great job. You guys won. The Northern Division All-Stars won.
0: It was looking bad for you guys it for was. a while. It yeah, was looking we bleak. Were... F- down 5 And yeah. I, I guess Willie Yawn. Exploded. Uh, Willie. Uh, Nick Willie, Banks. Yeah. Yeah. had a lot of guys were, step guys. up. Yeah, well, was it was it cool? I mean, I mean, I'm sure you know a lot of the good yeah. players from the other teams, but you really got the chance to hang out with them and Oh, yeah. And, and it, it's get, an awesome to get to get, get, get to know them uh, over those uh, 3 days, right? Yeah, yeah, you I
1: mean, you just get to hear their stories, like where they come from. Um I mean, every other night you're out there trying to beat them and sort of trying to ruin their night, but on that night you're just sort of relaxed, having fun, uh, enjoying it. Um so it was a lot of feels a good time. Did, does your family come and watch you play uh, every once in a while? Or yeah, they were actually uh, my parents were there that night for the All Star Game. Uh, they actually make it. I guess we go down to Raleigh and Winston Salem this next away series. Yeah, it's so a weird in The so, Carolina, yeah. we we're playing the Carolina Mudcats. Yeah, you know I mean, so they'll yeah. they'll be they'll make it down there whenever they can. Uh, but um, just whenever their schedule allows them, they they try and make it. No, they, your dad, your dad it all with, the time with, with NASCAR, he's, he's got to be pretty big. I mean, he probably yeah, has now to a, ton he of, just, a ton of chances. Yeah, to- he just he just started up his half of the year uh, having to go to the races. So um, his weekends will be right. taken up. You never know who you might
0: see here at uh, Nemeo Field. Uh, you, could, you could come to a Keys game and, and watch a Keys game with uh, Dale Jarrett mm-hmm. and, and Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, so, never yeah. know. Yeah, so – Zach, thanks for doing this, man. It's, no it's been a fun pleasure. Thank, thanks for all your stories. That you, yeah. you, you you surprised me. I, <laughs> I, I I thought you were a guy that that wanted to be a two hundred mile an hour race car driver as a kid growing up, and I figured I can't believe you've never gotten a speeding ticket, I've never even been uh-huh. above ninety miles an hour. Yeah, so you've been in a, in a race car. What you just mm-hmm. sat in one before, yeah. or one, one of your dad's cars? Mm-hmm. So, wow. But but you never wanted to take it for a spin around the track.
1: No, nah, I'm you, sure I, I'm sure I will at some point. I'll get to. You've it, never but. even done one of those like virtual.
0: Racing experiences where you can go out with a driver around the track and, right. and do that. Mm-hmm. So,
1: you do, and you, and you're not. Re- Super curious about it. It doesn't seem uh, either. So. I'm sure tr- I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Uh, I think I think that's something I definitely have to do at <laughs> yeah, some I point in my say, life. Right? Exactly.
0: I can't believe, and your, your dad never pushed you to, to nah. do any of that. he, oh, he, nah. he's he, never he, been he didn't. want a little driver it. As, a, as his son. So. No. Nope. That, well, that, that, that's awesome. It's yep. uh, awesome that he's let you be your your own person. So. Yeah. Exactly. So, again, thanks for doing this. It's awesome oh, thank watching you, you friend and look forward to watching you um uh, climb the ladder uh, of a professional baseball. So. Uh, that is uh, Zach Jarrett of the Frederick Keys. Uh, thanks to him and uh, thanks to producer uh, Graham Cullen and to Jeff Arnold as well of the Frederick Keys uh, who set this up and, 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 and uh, uh, does great work for us um, all, all season long uh, during the Keys season. Uh, we'll be back with an episode uh, next week. Until then, I'm Greg Swatek. Thanks everyone for listening to the Final Score podcast.